Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages. Welcome to In Black and Right on a WTF Friday. Yes, folks, we are still the new definition of color commentary. And we're attempting a little bit, we're trying to get back to our old simulcast days. We are recording uh, live on video and on audio. So we yeah, we have the occasional kind of bump in the road, but we are we're going we're going at it and we're going at it strong. Uh, before we get into uh, today's sort of fun, uh, you can always uh, contact us via email at inblackandright at gmail.com. Also, you can go to our website inblackandright.net. Uh, we've been adding some things, and we're kind of taking up where uh, I left off a couple of days ago. Uh, but it's things have happened. There have been developments uh, since last we talked. And yes, sadly, yesterday, the U.S. Senate uh, confirmed Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court in a 53-47 to 47 vote. And as per usual, the rhino suspects who uh, pretty much betrayed the country and put a judge a, with a lifetime appointment on the U.S. Supreme Court uh, to let pedophiles, child pornographers, and child sex predators uh, get off easy. But yet we have Susan Collins of Maine, uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, and, of course, Mitt the Twit Romney from Utah, which really makes me wonder about the judgment of the people of Utah. Y'all got to fix this. this. This is insane. It is just insane. But is it a shock? No. Uh, especially with those three. They are pretty much, they're going to be toasted at some point. I know Mitt will in 2024 when he's up for re-election, if he's crazy enough to run. Uh, you also, Susan Collins, I mean, I don't know what girlfriend's problem is, uh, but Murkowski is going to have a real interesting go of it considering that former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin has announced her candidacy running for Alaska's one and only congressional seat which to replace uh, Congressman Don Young, who had it for 49 years, who recently passed away. But yeah, it's, I, I just do not understand some people. I really don't. The problem was never with her qualifications, which uh, Romney, Collins, and Murkowski said, oh, oh, she's eminently qualified. But they seem to forget the other piece of the puzzle, which is her record. Um, so yes, it just drives me crazy. I'm really trying to grasp, wrap my brain around how can, how can any United States Senator vote for someone with this kind of a record? It's her record that's the problem. Not her qualifications, but yet, hey, as to quote Steve Bannon of War Room fame, 
Elections have consequences, and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, and we're living it right now. We are living in the alternative universe of Joe Biden. This is why yours truly, the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fight for free speech and freedom of thought, even if not everybody likes it. But we don't do groupthink, and I'm just not that kind of guy. So, yeah, I'm just not really into it. So, yeah, so Katanji Brown-Jackson will be replacing uh, Justice Breyer uh, when he retires at the end of this session of the Supreme Court, which ends on June 30th. So, come the first Monday of October this coming year, we're going to see this nice little diverse little court. Everything's going to be so wonderful. Well, yeah. Well, folks, this is, I'm really wondering, because now with the end of Title 42 coming on May the 23rd, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, folks, because we are going to have Invasion USA Summer of 2022. Yes, and believe you me, there are going to be an awful lot of Democrats salivating, but there are going to be some very vulnerable Democrats who are going to be dang nervous. And as well they should be. We're talking Mark Kelly of Arizona, Masto Cortez Masto, or Masto Cortez, I don't care, uh, of Nevada. I mean, I've lived in both states. And yet, these states with very hefty Hispanic populations are hating it. They are, the, the Democrats are hemorrhaging Hispanic votes like they're hemorrhaging black votes. I, I just don't understand because now these uh, Democrats have voted for Katanji Brown Jackson for the Supreme Court and what they do with Title 42 when it I mean right now we have the Border Patrol ICE the Texas National Guard you have other uh, sheriff's offices in Arizona and other places they are essentially preparing for a full-blown invasion. And that is making people like Kelly and Masto Cortez, or Cortez Masto, I don't even know. I don't even really care. Because these people are going to be turning their respective states into nothing more than border towns. And that's not going to go over very well with the people of Nevada and especially the people of Arizona. That's not going that will not go well. It's already it's already bad enough. The people of the Rio Grande Valley on the Texas Mexico border, they're already ticked off. They are well ticked off and they are in mass voting Republican, they're voting America first, they're supporting President Trump because they knew while he was in office, their towns, their cities were not basically Wild West towns with 
all these people just coming in, coming in, coming in. They can't handle it. Border Patrol can't handle it. ICE can't handle it. The Texas National Guard's not going to be able to handle it. There are going to be more people invading our, our country. Our country. Not the eastern border of Ukraine, but our country, the United States. There are going to be more people invading this country in a month after Title 42 is gone than hit the beaches, hit the beaches of Normandy on D-Day. That's an awful lot of people. And yet, nope, Joe Biden just happily going along, the vegetable in chief, feeling like the kid who was, that nobody wanted to pick to play a game, especially when the left's messiah, Barack Obama, came and visited the White House and everybody was so happy. He's like, oh, yay, 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 here's Obama. And Biden got left. The optics of that alone is pathetic. That is sad, folks. That is supposed to be the leader of the free world, quote unquote. Oh, mercy. That is in freaking sane. That's insane. It is absolutely insane that that happened. And what's going to happen this summer when Title 42 goes away, and now already, already you have Democrats, Democrats, it's interchangeable, I don't care. They are looking, they're begging Biden to keep Title 42. They're begging for it. Because every single vulnerable Democrat, even a Democrat in New Hampshire, is vulnerable, but especially people like Mark Kelly, uh, Arizona, Nevada, I mean, even congressional races in Texas, there are vulnerable Democrats, very vulnerable, and they better get with the program because people are ticked. They're totally ticked off. And sadly, when the news hit about Katanji Brown Jackson being confirmed, I told someone that I knew about what happened and and the sad part is he really didn't know of who she really was. He was unfortunately uninformed. And I'm not going to mention names, but I'm afraid my friend is indicative of a major problem that has existed within the American, the modern American church. We, as a whole, the body of Christ corporately, are clueless. We are not paying attention to things. And, and we wonder how things got so bad and are getting worse. Well, I hate to say it, but it's my, my number one rule. It always, always, without a doubt, costs too much when you don't pay attention. We don't pay attention. We're supposed to be watchmen on the wall, and we're not paying attention. We're not. And this is what happens. And now, fortunately, there's a lot of folks who are waking up 
there are a lot of folks who are awake, not woke, and I'll get to a story that just boggled my mind uh, a little bit later, but yes, we're now, this is why this year I have time after time after time said, be a voice, get out there, learn things, speak up, to heck with all the elites, and especially in school boards. I mean, you would think that in conservative places, you would find more reasonable people on your school board, and that is not always the case. Uh, there's a story up in Georgia, in a, a Cherokee County, when a mom, the mom, when a mama bear goes to the uh, to the school board and reads passages from a book in their library that is essentially nothing more than soft porn. That's the only way I can describe it. And then they try to shut her down and ignore her. I said, mm -mm. school board members, you better learn the lesson of Virginia. I've said it again and again. You ignore the mama bears and the papa bears at your peril. Period. At your peril. Don't do this. You better realize that the National School Board Association is not going to come and save your carcasses. Your arrogance, your condescension is going to come back and bite you very hard right in the ass. Pardon my French, but I do try to keep it a family show. But this is making me mad. And the arrogance of people like that really needs to be seriously challenged. And they need to be taken down several notches. Because you are not all that and a bag of chips. Your chips are stale. They have been stale. And it's getting worse. So, if you're on a school board and you're wanting to say, oh, just ignore these little parents and, you know, and then you'll call the FBI and Homeland Security and say, well, I have this parent and they're domestic terrorists and they're threatening us. It's like, and you're probably, 99.9% .9 of the time, you're more than likely lying through your ever-loving teeth. You're, you're lying. Because you wanted to take the risk of thinking that you can silence all the mama bears and the papa bears too. There, there does need to be more papa bears. You, you guys need to speak. There needs to be more guys speaking up and adding their voices to the mama bears. But the mama bears are dangerous enough because they are awake, they are aware, and worse, and the education establishment's worst nightmare has come true because they are angry and they are organized. They are organized. And that scares, that should scare anybody on a school board who wants to think that, oh, you can just, you know, do whatever and think nobody's going to hold you to account. You are severely wrong. Severely wrong. So, ugh. Sorry, I didn't even mean to get on that tangent, but this is WTF Friday. And yes, there are plenty of people, plenty of 
uh, local officials who really make me go WTF. I mean, it's already bad enough with Katanji Brown Jackson. She's going to be on the she's going to be on the high court for about the next twenty five to thirty years. Now consider that, moms and dads. Consider that, grandparents. Your kids, your grandkids, are going to have this woman ruling on some of the major cases of the 21st century for 25, maybe 30 years. That should scare you. It should make you really dang nervous. Because if you get another Democrat president or Democrat president, uh, like Biden or Harris or anybody else, and there are uh, Supreme Court openings, especially if they are conservatives, watch out because that is going to be the time when you're really going to have to step up your game and the folks in Congress and I'm talking about the the rhinos the weaklings and Kevin McCarthy I don't know if you'll ever see this but if you're expecting a red wave in November and you want to be speaker I will tell you right now, if you're acting anything like John Boehner or become Paul Ryan 2.0, you will kiss your speakership goodbye in two years. That is a promise because we already had it with Ryan. Two years, he I mean, he didn't want to be speaker, but he took the job and all he did was take America First, MAGA candidates, the people like Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, and others, and pretty much threw them under the bus and pretty much screwed them and the country royally. And now, Paul Ryan is actually sitting on the board of directors of News Corp, which happens to be the parent company of Fox News Channel. Hmm... Does that sound intriguing? Yes. Because to quote again, Stephen, Steve Bannon, there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. So yes, this is going to be pretty darn weird. But let's see, let's take a look here. I am absolutely... <laughs> blown away by some of the things I came across. I mean, yeah, we've got the whole thing with Ketanji Brown Jackson. We also have what's going on. Oh, in Florida. Oh, let's not forget my beautiful Florida. Now, I'm reading the New York Post and I'm looking at their headline and, and I'm kind of PO'd because today's Oh, well, no, actually, this is from March the 30th, but the Florida GOP threatens to take Disney's privileges away over don't say gay opposition. Now, first of all, I'm not thrilled about the headline because it is not the don't say gay bill. It's not. There's nothing in it that says it. And the fact that there are even people still to this day who are screaming about, oh, don't say gay, don't say gay, Bill. Look, 
I'm living here in Florida, and since Disney World in Florida can't seem to grasp the fact that Governor DeSantis is a badass, and he will not be pushed around, he will not be intimidated by a California-based company. As a matter of fact, let me play a little bit of this. It's just a quick video excerpt of uh, Governor DeSantis recently uh, with the Attorney General of Florida, Ashley Moody, talking about this very situation. For Disney to come out and put a statement and say that the bill should have never passed and that they are going to actively work to repeal it, I think one was fundamentally dishonest, but two, I think that crossed the line. This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. Ouch! Thank you, Governor DeSantis. I am so glad I moved to Florida because this is the type of leadership that Florida has needed and this is the type of leadership that has made Florida the number one, number one place for people who want to move. They're coming for the freedom. They're coming for the sunshine. They're coming for uh, just having an having more opportunities. I mean, the thing that really drives me nuts about Florida is the fact that you still have to wear masks in some medical facilities, not all. And because I have to deal with doctors a lot, it's really annoying. One, doc one office, you don't have to wear it. The other, you have to wear it. And it's like, could somebody make up their damn mind? Because this is annoying. This is truly annoying. It's either you have one standard for all or you have a standard for none. Because part of the reason I came to Florida is because folks were so mask obsessed. And now I'm finding it in Florida? I'm like, I'm going, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is not what I signed up for, baby. Not what I signed up for. So, frankly, I'm really getting annoyed. I'm really getting annoyed about this. I mean, now, that's the only place where I have to do it. And folks do still wear masks around here. And a lot of them are seniors, and that's okay. That's fine. You have, they have that option. But when you have to go to a doctor and they're like, oh, no, you have to wear your mask. I'm like, really? I got to deal with freaking mask Nazis in Florida? Next. Next. And again, I say next. Oh, mercy. Oh, but one last thing before we call it a day today. I saw this story last night on Newsmax on a Chris Salcedo's show. Great show. Love watching him. And this just blew my mind. I mean, ugh, I mean, I mean, yes, it's, we are in the season of Lent. Many of my Catholic friends are right in the middle of it. Uh, also, this Sunday is going to be Palm Sunday. 
for, uh, for Protestants, and Easter's one week after that. And I think it's great. I love it. It's a chance to really worship and think about the relationship I have with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and all that he's done for me in my life and what he has done for millions upon millions upon millions, if not billions, of others over the centuries. But when I saw this story, and I'll play it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's short, it's less, about less than a minute, but holy freaking cow. I couldn't believe it. And as a very outspoken critic of woke Christianity, which is the worst and most dangerous oxymoron you could ever possibly have, when I saw this, I thought, oh, this is why woke Christianity is stupid and it's dangerous. So let me play this. It was last night on uh, Chris Salcedo's show, but let the story speak for itself. All right, folks, one last thing. Wokeness has infected churches in left-wing cities. A fake Christian church in suburban Chicago is perverting Lent by announcing they're going to, quote, fast from whiteness. The First United Church of Oak Park will give up all liturgical orders and any music that was written by white people. They are choosing music from African-American and Native American traditions, among others. The racist move in the name of Jesus Christ is a bastardization of the Christian faith. Yep. Oh, my dear God, help us. Dear God, please help us. This is not Christianity. This is not true Christianity. It's a sick, twisted, perverse form of it. And this is why any church that goes starts to even have a hint of wokeness to it or anybody who goes to a woke church, I'm out. I'm, I'm out of the place because these people are dangerous. They are sanctimonious. They are self-righteous. They are a full-blown mess. And frankly, I'm not into it. This is not the faith that I subscribe to. I don't. And if they want to continue down this road, they can. But I will be probably the first one to bust a gut laughing when it blows up in their face. That is not true Christianity. Any, It's nowhere close. So, with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to call it a day. <clears throat> And probably call it a weekend. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy. Uh, the Masters is going to be on this weekend. Tiger Woods is making a, his return. It should be a lot of fun, if nothing else. So with that in mind, I hope to see you good folks Monday, unless uh, some breaking news comes in. And I will be back uh, to uh, comment on that on all of our social media platforms. Uh, just check us out in blackandright.net. We are on Getter, Rumble, oh gosh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Telegram, and also our newest platform, Locals.com. So take care, everybody. God bless. Have a great Palm Sunday if you're going to church. Take care, and remember, patriots come 
in all colors.